Hey, football fans, it's Angela and Suzanne, and we're back for the upcoming Week 10 games. Yes, and Week 9, it was a good week. It, it was, was a, a good great week. week. There were a couple, there were some upsets, um, but it was a good week of football. The first one, Oklahoma. 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 My Brent Venables team. Um, Kansas. Upset Unranked. Oklahoma. I know. Upset Oklahoma. And it was 38 to 33. So don't know quite what happened there. I don't there. know what happened um, there. But Oklahoma didn't, I don't know. They fell. They um, fell to Kansas. Yes. Yes. And so then, uh, let's see. Oregon was dominant over Utah. Yes. And I picked Utah. Because Utah was looking really strong. And they, they had beat USC yes. and done a really good job. That surprised me. It was 35 to 6. But Oregon came in. Hey, and Oregon, wow. They dominated. Good job. I'm impressed. I see you, Oregon. Yeah. They did a great <laughs> wow. job. Um, and then um, Georgia beat Florida 43 Woo! to 20. Took care of business. They did. I was proud of them. At the world's largest cocktail party. The, that is what it's called. And then Louisville. Oh my. Absolutely dominated Duke, Duke. 23 to zero. What happened? I don't know. Shut out. Completely shut out. And Riley Leonard was playing. He got hurt in the fourth quarter, but Riley oh. Leonard was playing. So I don't know what happened there. I don't know. And then Tennessee, I, I, I call it a grind out win. Um, they were playing on the road at Kentucky and they won 33 to 27. So they won um, by six points. And uh, I thought that was a good game. It was game. a grind out kind of game. Mm -hmm. It was a slobber donker. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> what Davo Sweeney Tennessee's <laughs> running game um, did a good job. Joe they, Milton had a good game. Um, he had some great passes that were complete, and I thought he had a very – Tennessee fans, I thought Joe Milton had a great game. I know he's not a lot of Tennessee fans' favorite, but I do think he gets credit where credit's due there. Um, I did want to note that the Kentucky uh, – where Kentucky is filing an appeal with the SEC about the officials because they said they showed favoritism to Tennessee and allowed them to win. And I don't know what play that was over. I think – oh, I think it was a – uh, a touchdown pass where the guy, they called him um, in when he was out of bounds. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but it was something to do with an out of bounds play and his foot was out. But um, they, didn't you say they sent in eight, eight pages, pages, eight, eight pages. pages of complaints. Um, and so, so, you know, I guess that's just a, there's another example that, you know, one week you could feel like it's against you, but the next week it could be against the team that you're playing as right. far as how you feel like the calls are going. Um, and it, and you know, probably o over the course of a season. It, it, it evens it, out. I, it probably, I e think it evens out. Uh, yes. I was listening to a podcast this week and they were talking about a Tennessee fan had asked him what he, this other, a coach about what he thought about the officiating against Tennessee. And he said, you know what? You're probably not going to like this, but it it usually, I think, evens out. You'll get some calls in one game. It'll go the other way in the next game. But generally speaking, it kind of evens out. It evens it's out. It's frustrating. I know when you're the one, when it's your day to get the bad calls. That's a bad time. But it you is. Know, maybe the next week you won't. You, I know, you know, and I wish there weren't bad calls, but unfortunately, since it's human beings that are referees, yes. it's not going to be perfect, is it? Um, so, yeah. 
Um, Penn State struggled, had a struggle win with unranked Indiana, 33-24. And then there's the Clemson game. And then there's Clemson. Clemson fell to NC State at home, 24-17. So we are now 4-4. So I'm going to talk later about the famous Dabo Sweeney phone call. Um, oh, and USC, did we talk about that? Barely beat California. No, that, I just can't even imagine that game. If I sent Susanna text at midnight saying, what the heck is it going was, on it, here? It was 50 to 49. <laughs> and I, all I can visualize in my head, that's 99 points in one game. I'm just, can, just running somebody down the field. is scoring every second in that game. To get, There's no defense. Oh, my word. No yeah, defense. But that, that was... One. USC pulling out a squeaker against, uh, I think it was Stanford. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Because USC was the golden child when the season started. They've got the, you know, Heisman winning quarterback. Yep. And now they're, I don't know if they're ranked this week. I think they were ranked 24 last week. But they barely beat, it wasn't Stanford, it was California, unranked California. So, yep. um, anyway, so that was uh there were some kind of struggle wins and upsets as usual, but yes, there were. And okay. uh, we'll be talking about all the good games coming up this week. Um, do you want? Uh, oh yeah, we got our what happened. okay now. And the reason I'm bringing this up too is because it's also a way for us to become more informed on it, and then also to be able to inform all of you because it can be very confusing. It was confusing to me. Um, um, I was watching the game. and But I, I the what happened, totally and I think we can explain what happened, so it's, it's an answerable what <laughs> happened, um, that at the end, we were just talking about uh, Tennessee being at Kentucky. Um, at the end of that game, Kentucky had a chance. They were behind, and they had a chance to get the ball back. And I think they were stopping – Tennessee and they were trying to get the ball back and you know they're running out of timeouts as you're going through the game you know you're low on timeouts so what happened was when it got to um when it gets to a minute or below if you know and they do this because the team will use this as a way of stopping the clock when they have run out of timeouts okay but so they put this rule in effect that if you have an injured player, a penalty, because there are there are teams even that will get a like a, get a five yard penalty on purpose to stop the clock, mm-hmm. you know. So you get an injured player, a penalty. There's a ten second runoff rule, and that happened at the end of the Tennessee game, um, and it was actually a Kentucky player that really got hurt, and they had to you know, stop the clock to get him off the field mm-hmm. and everything. So at that time, I believe there was like right under a minute, like maybe 54 seconds or. Yeah, it was, it was, but when they did the 10 second runoff, it basically made it so that all Tennessee was had to do was take one knee and the game was over. So um, anyway, for any of Anybody that watched that game or fan or, you know, we have a lot of Tennessee fans around here. If anyone was wondering what happened at the end of the game, it is a rule that is in effect. So when you say 10 second runoff rule, you mean they take 10 seconds off the clock? Yes. Like if there's 55 seconds on the clock, they will take it down to 45. 
They will take that And this that only happens if there's one minute left. It's only in the last minute. Okay. And it's Good like information. I said, and it's like, because teams, you know, they only have three timeouts per half. And if they've run out of timeouts or they're, you know, trying to save their timeouts or whatever, for whatever reason, they'll do some of these other things, whether it's an injury, a penalty right. to stop the clock. Right. And okay. so if they do that, they're going to get, they're going to lose 10 seconds, which is very valuable in that last minute to have 10 seconds run off that clock. So. I was watching the game and I saw, I was sort of watching it and sort of flipping around, but I caught it. And I thought maybe they were going to add sec Sometimes you'll see them add seconds back to the clock, like if somebody forgot to stop the clock when something was happening. But then I saw the time go down. And I was I was like, "What just happened?" And I didn't I didn't know what happened. So that I appreciate you bringing that to. Yeah. So up. I no I just because like it was confusing at the time, and then then I looked at it and and tried to read over the rule and then I understood what they were talking about. Good job, about. Suzanne. So teaching um, our listeners. We're trying to learn, aren't we? Tens of tens of listeners about football. We're, tr we're trying to learn. <laughs> yes. It's we're trying so to. many rules. That's there's, the thing. It's very complicated. It is. It is. All right. So do you want to um, do players of the week? Yes. You go ahead and do yours. Okay. So my players of the week, um, this, this is actually a Clemson, uh, one of our competitors, but they're having a fabulous year. Uh, it's Florida State's quarterback, Jordan Travis, threw for 359 yards. And um, he, so he was my player of the week. And my honorable mention was also a Florida State player, Keon Coleman, a transfer from Michigan State, who caught two touchdown, pa two touchdown passes. He had a great game. So those are mine. Okay. And I told Angela, I know I'm being a homer here for anybody that doesn't know, you know, I do love my Georgia Bulldogs. Um, and my player of the week is a Georgia Bulldog. Um, it's Lad McConkey. He is a receiver. And there's a couple reasons why I picked him. First of all, he did play a great game. He caught six passes for 135 yards, and he was named the SEC Offensive Player of the Week. So that was a, a great honor for him. But also, Ladd um, has been – he's been dealing with some kind of little back injury, like, you know, all year. And it's something they've had to really – he just hasn't played in hardly any games. And, and if he's played, it's been very sparingly. So this is the first game – all year where he really came in and got to play the whole game and he had a great game. So I'm just so happy for him. That's so, wonderful. I'm um, glad he, I'm glad he's back because you lost Brock Bowers. And yes. Now just yes. very, very lots of great players on the Georgia team. So um, anyway. Okay. So football chatter. So this week, I don't know if any of y'all have heard about <laughs> There's been some chatter going around about Clemson. Sometimes some teams, not all teams, have call-in shows. Not all teams do it anymore because of things like this. So Clemson, Clemson has a call-in show on Monday nights, and Dabo Sweeney takes the phone calls, and Monday night, a guy who called himself, I don't know if it's his real name, Tyler from Spartanburg, Tyler. <laughs> called in. and it He is, must be the only Tyler that lives in Spartanburg. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and rather, I took notes on it and I 
I could read it, but I think it's better to hear a lot of people. I've heard it all over the Clemson podcast and, you know, the roar radio. And then I realized it had gone kind of national because people were talking about it. So I think it's better to actually hear the phone call because you now you can hear the tone that Tyler uses, which I think was what a lot of people were upset about. You might hear Coach Sweeney's response and think, wow, he just, or you might read it and not hear the tone that, anyway, so we're, I'm just going to play the actual phone call because it's not that long, but anyway, here we go. We'll go off to Spartanburg and bring Tyler into the program. Tyler, hope that you're doing well. You're up with Coach. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate everything you said, Coach Coach Winnie. Um, it sounded a whole lot like Tommy Bowden. And I'll tell you one thing, Tommy Bowden didn't make the same amount of money as you do. You make $11.5 million a year. Um, that's second in college football, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm curious uh, why that salary has led to a 4-4. Four and four. And I know we're going to talk about, you know, just being a couple plays away from undefeated and all that. Um, and I know you're a man of religion. I'm, I'm a big fan. Coach, um, before you, you categorize me as a, you know, being in the 1.5%, I was going to Clemson games and my entire family going back generations has been going to Clemson games before, you know, when you're in commercial real estate. So I don't, I'm not going to accept being in that 1.5%. Um, and I, I respect the fact that you're a man of faith. Um, I'm curious uh, if you've ever read Proverbs 16, 18, which talks about pride coming for the fall. Um, I used to, I, I was in the military and I, uh, I uh, was overseas for the big run. Um, and so I, I couldn't, couldn't watch all the games. I tried my best and, but I always watched your press conferences uh, just for life advice, and I appreciated all that. Something changed after 2018. Um, you're, you're humble, you're hungry, and everything. And I, I always told people, man, Dad, but just listen to his press conferences. But after that 2018 national t- title, something changed. And there seems to be a lot of arrogance that came in. Um, there's a lot of friends and family. I mean, three of the 10 on-field football coaches are external, experienced hires. Everyone else was an internal hire that had no experience before or was a former player um, or friend. So I'm curious, why are we paying you $11.5 million to go four and four? And it's not just this year. It's been, it's been you know, just the refusal to accept all, all right, all right. What's friend. this guy's name? Tyler. Hey, Tyler. I've, I've listened this to Tyler. enough of you, Tyler. Listen, uh, you can you can have all your opinions that you want. All right. I don't know how old you are. Don't really care. All right. But let me tell you something. Um, we won eleven games last year, and you're part of the problem. To be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. It's people like you that do that. All you do is ex- the appreciation. The expectation is greater than the appreciation. And that's the problem. And so, you know, we've won 12 10-plus win year, seasons in a row. That's happened three times in 150 years. So if you want to know why, Clemson ain't sniff a national championship for 35 years. 
We've won two in seven years. And there's only two other teams that can say that, Georgia and Alabama. Okay? Is this a bad year? Is this a – yeah. And it's my responsibility. Take 100% responsibility for it. But all this bull crap you're thinking, all these narratives you read, listen, man, you can have your opinion all you want. And you can apply for the job. And good luck to you. All right? But to answer your question – all right, we're second in draft picks. We've graduated 98% of our guys. We're second in wins. All right, we, we, if you, you want to know why, again, I'm telling you, we're not perfect. There's a lot of teams that, you know, Frank Howard never had a bad year. Coach Ford never had a bad year. Nobody's, Coach K has never had a bad year in basketball. People have a bad year. But the part of the problem is the appreciation. I used to tell people all the time, They'd say, what's the difference in Clemson? Let me tell you, at, Cle at some places there's an expectation, but at Clemson there's an appreciation. And what's happened at Clemson is, is we've won so much that even when we – it used to be the funds and the winning. Now even when you win, people like you complain and criticize the coaches and question everything. You, you, people like you, all right, when I hired Tony Elliott – to be the offensive coordinator who never called a play in his life. I'm sure you were critical then. All right. And he took us to two national championships. People like you who just love to, to destroy people with your comments. All right. I'm sure you've never made any bad decisions. I'm sure you've lived a perfect life. I'm sure you've never, I'm sure you've led a bunch of people. I'm sure you do your job in front. So to answer your question, I started as the lowest paid coach in this freaking business. All right. And I'm where I am because I've worked my ass off every single day. And I ain't going to let some smart ass kid get on this phone and create this stuff. So if you got a problem with it, I don't care. All right. It, I work for, for the board of trustees, the president and the AD. And if they're tired of me leading this program, all they got to do is let me know. I'll go somewhere else where there is an appreciation. All right. It's not just winning, it's how you win. And we are in a, this is a tough year, but we've had 12, 12, 10 plus win seasons in a row. 12, we lost 12. to Tennessee last year. They won 11 games for the first time in like 20 years. We've had eight, 11 win seasons in, in whatever, 11 years or whatever. We've won two national championships. Clemson went 35 years. All right, probably since before you were born, your whole freaking life. And we've won two in seven years. And we earned it. And we beat the best of the best to do it. The best of the best. 12, 10 plus win scenes. So if you want to know why, that's why. Am I perfect? Nope. I'm far from it. I am a, And I am a man of faith. Absolutely. All right? I'm 53 years old. And there ain't one thing in my life. I, now I, have, I have been a part of failure many times. But there ain't one thing in my life that I've ever failed at, Tyler. Never. All right? Ever. I wanted to get an education. I got two degrees. I wanted to be the first college of my graduate with my family. I did it. I wanted to go play football at Alabama. I earned a scholarship. Letter three years. Worked my ass off. Won a national championship. I wanted to get into coaching. I worked my way to being a head coach. And when I got this job, and I'm sure you didn't want me to get this job, all right? And 15 years later, I'm still here. And I'd say the results are what they are, and I stand on them. So you don't ever have to call back. <laughs> I, I, I 
wanted to get married. I've been married for going on 30 years. I wanted to be a father. I've raised three great sons. If you don't like how I run the program, don't be a fan. I don't care. But I'm the head coach, and I'm going to do what I believe is right for the long term of this program, what's best for the players, and what I think is best for the moment. If you got a problem with that, that's fine. But you know, I'm not going to sit here and let you call. I don't give a crap how much money I make. You ain't going to talk to me like I'm like I'm 12 years old. You'd be freaking kidding me. Okay, so that was the phone call. <laughs> so Dabo got a little fiery. So I think there have been comments, of course, on both. People have seen both sides of it. And I see, you know, Tyler had some points mm-hmm. to make that I think are valid points. But I don't think he needed to come at Dabo with about his faith, about no, digging. And, tr- and throwing that Bible verse. And, no, no that pride go with before the fall that he's arrogant now, that he's, I mean, you, you can say, you know, Dabo, why are you hiring so many people that, you know, are friends or family? You, you could have right. worded that totally different. Um, but, man, he just got it. He was very, dis- in my opinion, he was very disrespectful, called out Dabo's faith, brought up, you know, when I was a fan when you were a commercial real estate agent. Like, what's wrong with a commercial real estate agent, number one? That's my question. Um, <laughs> I like my commercial real estate agents. <laughs> so, you know, it, the wording was terrible. He could have asked Dabo some questions to get an answer. I don't think he had wanted an answer. And I think I don't agree with everything Dabo said. I think he had some points, made a couple comments I don't agree with. Like, maybe the point about fans are the problem. Fans like him are the problem. That's not the reason Clemson's four and four. I mean, so, you know. Fans should be supportive. We have the right, I think, to question our coaches and what's going on with the program. Mm-hmm. But it's a—it's just like anything in life. You need to have a respect for the people in charge. Um, yes, the fans—the yeah. fans aren't making Clemson four and four. And no, I heard a, on one of the podcasts I was listening to. They said when since Dabo has come, he's making over a hundred million dollars a year for the program. So that's where the salary comes in. So, you know, he's earning his salary. Um, And I was personally glad to see him fired up because this year, it seems like in a lot of the press conferences, you know, we've had a kind of a rough year and I kind of was feeling like maybe he just was, he's losing his passion or something. Maybe losing the fire. That was passionate. That was passionate. <laughs> it was yes. lit. Yes. So it sounded like he he wasn't laid back like I've seen him in some, and maybe he was just hiding it because I heard one of the Clemson on one of the Clemson shows, and they said from the inside, the people who know what's going on in the inside said, or these actually this person that was talking about him knows him, and they said, look, I'm going to tell you something. Dabo Sweeney is one of the most competitive people you will ever meet. He hates to lose. He hates what's going on in the program. So he this year has bothered him. And oh, like for he's sure. Very, they he's said very... he is. He's very upset about it. But see, I guess we as fans didn't see that on the press conference. And he's probably trying to project this image of just calm and yes. keep everybody. It's just... okay. Everything's you know, and it kind of came across as not flippant, but maybe that he just didn't, didn't care, care as, much. as much as he used to. Right. And I think we heard that maybe he does care. Yes. (laughs) No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But anyway, fans can be super fickle, and I get that. And that may not have even been a Clemson fan. It may have been a troll. We don't know that. Yeah, we've talked about, you know, 
people from schools, other, like, you know, every school has message boards and podcasts mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, and there will be, you know, those fans from other schools that come on and try and mess with, yeah. you know, that school's um, fan base and they'll throw in comments. So you have to be really careful because that's right. You don't know sometimes if it if they're genuine fans of the same school that you <laughs> right. are, you know, so you have to be careful. Um so in some of the criticism has been, I've seen some comments from certain media outlets that he berated the caller, I guess. And you could have that perspective too. You're entitled to your opinion, but I guess, I don't know. I think he felt um, like he had to defend himself. Like, I think he felt, I think he felt that as an attack and he was defending himself right and um and i've heard some commentators say he should have taken the high road and he shouldn't have said that but i mean honestly like i said i'm glad to see the we called it sweatshirt dabbo because he went off on a ref one time in the sweatshirt season i think it was at the south carolina game maybe when they were throwing stuff at our players so anyway i'm glad to see sweatshirt dabbo's back there you go He's passionate. He's They're probably going <laughs> to just cream Notre Dame this weekend, well, that right? That would be great. <laughs> I don't know about that. They're going to go out there and run through a wall. <laughs> the players are. Can you imagine if his players heard this? Like, oh, I'm sure, be like, I'm sure they've heard it. Apparently, oh, I've yeah. heard it all over. I didn't yes. realize. I don't know if I said this already, but I, I didn't yeah, know it had gone over. viral. Yes, it has. Um, but it definitely has now. Yep. Okay, so yep. now it's time to pick our week. Yes, and the only other thing I wanted to mention was that oh the rankings. Well, the only I just wanted to mention because we brought it up before is that this week and everybody else was busy trick or treating, which (laughs) you should have been and having fun. They picked Halloween. I know that was a stupid. That was a okay, Suzanne. Let's just say it. It was a man. A man decided that. Like yeah, (laughs) no woman would ever pick Halloween night for something important. Because even no. if you don't have kids, you have grandkids or nieces or nephews or people coming to your door. It's just, I was like, whatever. I know. But anyway, we've talked about the college yes. football playoff committee. Yes. And these are the rankings that like count as far as going to the college football playoff. And so they came out with their first rankings on Tuesday night. Um, and it, it these can change, you know, as the weeks go on, they're going to be coming out once a week. Right. They meet in a week. room, in an actual room. They all meet. I don't think it's Zoom anymore. I think they meet in an actual After room. After all the games have been played, they probably meet like Sunday or whatever, and they talk about it. And then the rankings usually come out on Tuesday evenings. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so these are the first, the first rankings, um, that they came out with. Um, I just did one through 10 and then um the chairman's name is boo corrigan i had to bring yes because it. it's a weird name yes <laughs> boo but who oh, comes out and tells everybody what boo, the rankings boo are. on halloween boo <laughs> um anyway uh ohio state is uh number one georgia's number two michigan's three florida state is four washington is five oregon is six Texas is seven, Alabama's eight, Oklahoma's nine, and Old Miss is ten. And then for all you Tennessee fans, Tennessee was number seventeen. That's good. So they're um, up, they're at least in the running somewhat. Hey, they're in the running. Um, so this can change drastically over the next it, few weeks. Well, and and they will like Michigan or Ohio State. We know play each other, right? So they're okay. Gonna, that's so gonna those change. two. 
Georgia plays number 12, Missouri this week, number 10, Old Miss next week, and then number 17, Tennessee the following week. So they have At Tennessee. Right. Now, and we're lucky we have Missouri, well, fortunate, Missouri and Old Miss is at home. Okay, the first the, two. Your your hard run is all at the you're it's back all, you're back loaded. Well, but who would have known? Like at the beginning of the season, you know, you didn't know who would have ever thought Missouri was going to be good. That yeah, that if they were going to be ranked number, you know, and then they've had a fabulous they've season. They've had a great season. And you know, and Old Miss is doing a lot better than originally like projected so you just i think the whole thing is you just don't know you can look at someone's schedule at the beginning of the year and say oh they play nobody but then as the year goes on it it's really harder than it looks and um and michigan's gotten a lot of bad press for playing nobody right i don't know if they play anybody upcoming honestly i need to look at their schedule but but no your georgia is playing people now i don't know they and and it's all this will take care of itself um yeah usually all of these between the who they have left to play yeah they'll take care of themselves but anyway just so that was just the first rankings um and if you're interested, you can watch them weekly. They'll be coming out every week. Is it see. always Tuesday night? It seems like it usually is. Okay. It usually is on Tuesday nights. Um, and you so, don't have to watch it. You can just find it online or exactly. on the ESPN app if you don't miss, right. get a chance to watch it. Exactly. So, anyway. Okay. Um, all right. So, this week, we've got some uh, good games to pick. And uh, I can't believe we're already in. Week, week 10. Week 10. Wow. Okay. Wow. Our first game. And let me just mention last week, Angela, you got four right. Boo. And I got six right. Utah really threw me for Utah and Duke let Duke. you down. I know, man. Utah and Duke let you down. And we both got Oklahoma wrong. Oklahoma, that was a shock. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First game, Kansas State, who is number 23 is at Texas. Number seven. Number seven. I am going to pick Texas. Okay. I'm just going to put it over here. Um, okay. I'm going to do the same thing. All right. The next one is Texas A&M at Old Miss, and Old Miss is number 10. Texas A&M is not ranked. That one, this one was hard for me. I've been thinking about this one. Because Texas A&M has, is very erratic. Some days they're good and some days they're bad. And you just don't know where who's going to show up that week. Well, and the thing about Texas A&M is they are full. I can't understand why they don't have more success because they are full of, of good very players. good. Like I'm talking five-star recruits. Yeah, Arch are, Manning went to Texas A&M. Uh, Texas. Oh, that's right. Texas. I'm sorry. Texas. But Texas A&M but still has a ton of talent. They have a ton of players on their team. So, yeah, you just – you don't know, like, maybe when it's going to click for them. But Well, I think I'm going to pick Ole Miss. But that could honestly go either way. Hey, just for the heck of it, I'm going to pick Texas A&M. Go, girl. I don't know. All right. Notre Dame at Clemson. Lordy mercy, this could be a bloodbath. Um, <laughs> or it could be a redemption game. It could be a redemption game. It could be. So, okay, ladies, I just want to mention, 
Sam Hartman will be at Clemson on Saturday, the quarterback for Notre Dame. They've got all kind of TikToks about him and all kind of videos because he's he's has um what's the <coughs> oh shoot the guy that's on with um Peter Burns said he he said I can admit he's a beautiful man <laughs> even as a man all the women all the women love him Sam Hartman is the quarterback for Notre Dame anyway added bonus to the game <laughs> just a little bonus I'm of course going to pick Clemson I, I don't know how I just I don't know if we can do it but I, I really hope I, we I'm can. picking Clemson too I really think they were I, I bet they have had all kinds of players meeting only you know player only meetings and just some other come to Jesus meetings <laughs> this week and I just think I just think they're gonna you think Tyler from Spartanburg fired them up I think it fired up coach <laughs> so maybe fired um, up the, the players and so anyway, yes, I think Clemson can do it. All right. Then we have Missouri, number 12 at Georgia. Number one. Well, Still now they're one. number two. On the AP poll? Well, I'm, you know, all these are We're going to do the college football playoff. That's rankings. the one we okay. have to do now. Yep. Rats. Um, so. I, of course I'm picking Georgia. Okay. I do think that's going to be, could be a potentially good, good game. And. We are going. My husband and I are going Woo! to this game, so we're very excited because it'll be a it'll be it might a, be close. It'll be a good game, and I think the environment and you know in that crowd and everything, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Y'all have to yell um, really loud. We will. You have to. You have well, to. Well, I've heard. Okay, so I I got to hear a, a Georgia um, analyst talk on one of the Clemson shows this week, and he was talking about the game, and he was saying that Missouri course has a really good defense defense mm-hmm. and he was thinking it could go like it could get out of hand like Georgia could get way ahead early in the game but he was thinking they might give Georgia a game they might well last year that was one of that, the, oh, that's right last year at Missouri <clears throat> um they gave Georgia a tough game so um yeah they're gonna have to come ready to play it's but I'd be say the dogs one. will be ready this time they, they won't be taken by surprise I think you're right. I think they're going to be a hopefully dialed in. They play; they're a whole different team when they just dial in and focus. So yeah. I'm hoping that's they're going to be laser focused. Okay. But I'm picking Georgia too. I have to. Um, all right, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, and you know this has got to be a rivalry. This is um, is a rivalry, and I can't remember what the name of the rivalry is, but it has a name. But Oklahoma's number nine. Oklahoma State is 22. So there's two ranked teams. Yeah. Playing each other. I'm picking Oklahoma, of course, for Brent Venables. I have to pick Brent Venables. I'm picking Oklahoma, too, because I think they're going to be mad after last week. Um, I mean, Oklahoma State think, is a good team, though. Oh, yeah. You can't be number um, 22 and not be a good team. So I do think that could be a good game. And if anybody knows the name of the rivalry, drop drop it in the comments. Because I can't remember what it is. I could Google it. but All right. Washington, who's number five, is at USC number 20. I'm going to pick Washington. I am too. I think Washington's a great team. Me too. I'm picking Washington. And USC has been struggling a little bit. I think they're um, not as good as they had been. No, I think they've had some problems. I really do. And I don't mean just in the players, but, you know, I keep – it's just some strange – like I've heard – Juju. The coach has been <laughs> away. Some weird juju. Well, but there's been the coach has been away from the team with an illness, Lincoln Riley, and um, 
but they haven't said what it is. And I don't weird. know if he's back with the team. I mean, it's very strange. So there's some things going on. I don't, mm. I can't, I don't know. Um, I hope everybody's okay, but I just, I don't know what's going on. But anyway, so we're both picking Washington. Last game, and this is a big one too. This will be a good one. This is the prime time, like whatever time that is, 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. LSU at Alabama. Um, I'm picking Alabama. That's going to be a good one. I'm picking Alabama because it's at Alabama. I I think I am too, Alabama. Okay, so as opposed to USC, the University of Southern California, not Spartanburg. Right. I mean, not um, Columbia, South Carolina. Alabama, to me, has improved week by week by week. They're just getting better all the time, which is what you should do. That's That's the way it should go. Every week you should show improvement. And I have, I think Alabama is doing that. Whereas USC seems to be regressing or just not doing well. And we're into the season. But now you're talking about LSU. Uh, Did I say LSU? You said USC. Um, No, I'm sorry. We're just talking about USC. Oh, we were just talking about USC. Yes. And I agree. They're They're not, they're they're not consistently getting better. They're just kind of all over the place and maybe worse. So, or maybe. Well, and don't you think it shows because he is a very, it shows, you know what? You can have the Heisman Trophy uh, quarterback, and he is good. Mm-hmm. But a team cannot survive on one player. It's no. a team sport, and you've got to have everybody from your offensive line to your running backs to your receiver. Everybody's got to be on the same page working together. It's a team. It's a I, team. I have heard some people say Shadur Sanders is one of the best, is one of the best, if not one of the best quarterbacks in in the nation. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of a there's not a lot of support he doesn't have a lot of people around so him. kind of that same thing but anyway right. i think alabama has been on a great trajectory which is no surprise with nick saban as the coach and they're looking better and better every week so i think um they're gonna i think they're gonna win but you know LSU's i think so good too, too so. yeah lsu has their quarterback um Jaden daniels is He's probably the best in the sec um he's he's, he's been on the heisman list all, all he year. is phenomenal so it'll be a good game it might be a good it'll game. it'll be a good game and there'll probably be some upsets and that's what makes it fun <laughs> is you just, never just, know you got to play the game just don't come to athens georgia upset <laughs> don't come oh. to athens georgia is one of the few teams holding ah, out undefeated ah. so okay college football fans um as always hit us up in the comments if you want us to talk about anything specific and we hope you have a great week and go Tigers, and Tyler from Spartanburg. And go dogs. <laughs>